And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Welcome in, friends. Welcome in, everyone who has either found the podcast for the first time, is here all the time, or, like we like to say, listened, hated it, and came back. Those are almost our favorite people. Um, where are you? What have you found? It's the Bull Nonsense Podcast. That's what you found. You're deep deep in the depths of it. It shouldn't really make a lot of sense, because we're just starting. But anyway, the red light is on. Red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It's 10-23-2020. That is, uh, that is October 23rd of the year 2020. That, that right there is exactly why I don't do that part. I like the numbers part much better. Uh, it's hard. It is episode 132. Man, 132. Okay. Uh, I'm at Walt Disney, happiest host on earth. You took journalism! Yeah. Get out of here! Thank you for joining us. Like I said, on the top, again, after a while, after just one week, maybe after even just a couple days, if you're listening to the NFL Reaction Show with me and the captain. Um, but that's a different thing, that's a different thing in itself. So, we'll talk about that later. Thank you for joining us, just in general, and I want to thank... The guy across the ether for joining us again. My name is at Still Smooth, Mr. PTO. I have a sexy voice. Champagne, mountain range, hugs. And at Walsh Disney, I like to re- I, I like to think of our listeners. You're you're mentioning them. You know, they're the senseless. I like to think of them as the enlightened when they when they leave the podcast and come back. You know, they they've been enlightened. They've been pulled back by our graces by the bold nonsense graces i i kind of like they start out as the senseless they're believers and by the time they leave they are the enlightened the enlightened i don't hate don't hate that at all um i you know what you also don't hate and i don't hate and i love giving to you each and every week it's on this date nothing good let me tell you at Walsh Disney, nothing good in sports <laughs> happened on this date. Wow. And that's, that's why absolutely nothing happened. 1023, rough date. Terrible day. Terrible day in sports. Um, 
So I have a, a random celebrity birthday. I would like to say happy birthday to one of my favorite actors, Ryan Reynolds. He was born on this day, 1023, back uh, in what what year was it? I forgot what year he 20. was. Minus 20, minus another 20 is 80, minus 4, 76. 76. That can't be right. 102376. He's... Ryan Reynolds turns 44 today. He was born in Vancouver, Canada. Actually, I like. I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. Oh, me too. Deadpool. Uh, do you have a favorite Ryan Reynolds movie? Deadpool. Probably that. I'm actually looking at his top ten. Yeah. No, I think probably. I think. What are probably. the top ten? Let's let's read them off. Let's get into this. Let's, let's go early random thoughts. Oh, okay. Uh, early random thoughts. Here, take me up. You you start with something while I'm going to look up a good site for this. Random thoughts? Yeah. Um, I didn't really have anything. But here, let's do this. While you look this up, we'll play the, the drop, the random thoughts drop, and that'll give you time. Don't worry. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying... Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? We are full on in with, with the random thoughts. I love that it just organically happens. Uh, that's that's crazy. That's conversation. So, you got what do you have? What do you, what have you got up there? So I found a top twenty. No, I found like a top forty. Um, Ryan Reynolds list. And it's based on it's a uh, Rotten Tomatoes article or whatnot, and it goes by Tomato Meter or whatnot. Mm. It's top you know? forty. Yeah, I'm not gonna read all forty. That's a lot. I want I want to give a shot. No, it's top. What is it? Sorry, thirty five. Uh, it's all of his movies, but twenty three. I just want to give a shout out to one of my favorite movies. Have you ever seen the movie Waiting, where he's he works at the restaurant? I have. Andy Milanakis is in that movie. To Andy Milnakis. That is a throwback. By the trash cans, you know what I'm saying? That is a throwback. Andy Milnakis. So great. Yeah, yeah. So great. I'm going to go top 15. Actually, I'm going to go top 16. Okay. Because uh, I like the number 16 movie. Have you ever seen Safe House with Denzel Washington? I have, yeah. Yeah, it's an intense movie. Great movie. Um, Number 15, Once Upon a Deadpool. Back in 2018, I've never seen it. Um, 14, fun. Woman in Gold, haven't seen it. Finder's Fee, 19 have or 13, haven't seen it. I'm going to skip to the ones that I've seen. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Deadpool, number five. Naturally. Deadpool 2, number four. Wow. So that they said that's even better. Number three, have you ever seen the movie Buried? 2010. Oh no, that that creeped me out. I didn't want to see that. He's 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 buried alive, right? Mm-hmm. No, mm -hmm. I saw the trailer for that and was a pat, hard pass. That's good. Dude, that so that got an 87. Too creepy. Um, have you have you ever seen the movie Adventureland? I have. Yes. 2009. That's number two. That has a and stacked cast in it. Dude, very good cast. Very good cast. Yeah. Um. And then number one, 
uh, which got a 91, Mississippi Grind. I've never seen this movie. Me either. I've never seen that one. Yeah, that's a little bit... They're probably... Seems like they're going a little bit more drama over whatever. That's But that's yeah. what all those movie raiders do. They didn't even have the proposal on there. Oh, the proposal was up. It was like 19. Unacceptable list. Yeah. Unacceptable. It was, it was, be- it was better than waiting. Mm. Great, great rom com, great rom com. You are you are a rom com guy, and I'm not fr- I'm not afraid to say that. You've never been afraid to say, it. and no. that's what I love about you, Walsh. To be honest, I love about you because you're just you, and you're always just going to be you. Yeah, you never hide. You never hide it. Nope, never will. I'm here, I'm here to be honest with the senseless. The soon. I'm to not be, hiding who I am. The soon to be enlightened. Be enlightened. Hopefully that was uh, enlightening Ryan Reynolds talk for you. Um, the only thing I wanted to bring up for Random Thoughts is you just played Forest Hills Golf Course. Yes. How is it? I've never played there. What? I thought you I, have. The only time I played there, uh, our, our mutual friend, Dr. B, was working there yes. while he was in, when we were in, in high school, and me and a couple of goon friends... Um, who have a hey, one of them has been featured on the bold nonsense live story, uh, Bruce Lee himself. Uh, nice. We tried to play at like five in during winter time, and so we no. got in about two holes because it got too dark. Yeah. They didn't make us pay because we're dumb, <laughs> and we didn't understand that it was going to get dark. Dude, it's um. So g- give we- the, the the smooth review. I, oh, I love it. I would say it's like a, it's a, it's a Wildwood. It's a little brother to Wildwood. So there's a lot of up and down, a lot of craters, a lot of slopes and stuff like that. Don't overshoot the greens because there's a big backdrop or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. Um, I love it. I shot well there. Um, I was driving super well. You would be proud of me. Um, oh it's just a consistent, just kind of. Nice guy, but it's um, it, the they just aerated the course, so Classic. it wasn't too bad. But uh, yeah, no, I, I felt good. Difficulty level on a scale of one to ten, ten being hard, one being easy. Uh, maybe let's go a seven. Seven, okay, a little difficult, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not. You got to think about what you. You can't just walk up and hit a ball. You got to kind of think about where you want to put it. But it's not like it's not extremely long. There's, it's a long course, and there's like a, I think that par threes are even like two hundred yards or something like that, mm. two twelve. So, wow. you got to get there. I like it. I like it. I'd like to play there sometime. We should get. The, we should yeah. get after that. Maybe we even start a bold nonsense golf tournament. Love it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, look for that in the mail. All right, that's random thoughts. Let's go, let's move it on. Let's keep going to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Trivia is exactly what it sounds like. This is the part of our segment of our show where we give you trivia questions. Last week's trivia question read like this. How many points did Damian Lillard score in his playoff debut in 2014? One more time. How many points did Damian Lillard score in his playoff debut all the way back in 2014? The answer? 
31. 31 points. That's a big not a bad, Not a bad showing, Dame Dalla. Yeah, that's, that's when the world knew. That was yeah. That was kind of his. He we started it strong, and then everyone was like, "Oh, can he do it in the playoffs?" Because he had made some noise, and I was like, "Yup, <laughs> big yup." And that's what started. Totally. That's where it all started. Totally. All right. Um, this week's trivia question goes like this: Who was the first MLB player to have his number retired? And what number was it? Who was the first MLB player to have his number retired? And what number was it? That'll be... That's a, that's an interesting one. I think it'll be a fun one. Find the answer to that fun one on the next episode. For now, let's move it on to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story. And I need all of you... To stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting in the NFL, we're going to bump, bump some of our NFL stories down to one thing in a winner. But these teams don't play this week. They're on a bye. So, where do you put it? You put it right here in the news. Tua Tagovailoa has been named the starter in Miami. You like this move? It's weird, but I don't hate it. I mean, it's with the bye week, so it's kind of normal. I thought if you're going to do it, why not give him more time against the Jets? That was my only thing. Like, like, don't give him the... Because he threw twice against the Jets. Like, yeah. Why don't you start him at the fourth quarter? Something exactly. Like, something like or that. Some, I, I don't like... like, And as a... I, I would think that if I was a Dolphins fan, <clears throat> I would also be a little frustrated that, hey, we're winning right now. We're yeah. winning right now with our current quarterback situation. I love that we have Tua, but get if, like, more time is only going to help him, you know? Yeah, off the hip injury and everything. Exactly. Yeah, I I think more, less about the fans, more about if I was the other players in that locker room. They love Fitzy. They love, I mean, I've heard interviews. Yeah, he's a good guy. I've heard interviews. Fitz knows his role, but yeah. I've heard, I heard an interview with Kyle Van Noy where he was asked about Tua and he said, two is great. He's looking really good. He's an awesome guy. Like, love him. But it's all about Fitzmagic right now. That's like one of your leader linebackers saying that. So, and, and really the message is like, we're not really trying to win. Like, we don't want to be too good, you know? That's to the other players. That's the message that I feel like it sends. So, kind of hard. Team definitely trying to win, though. Is the Baltimore Ravens. This is ridiculous. I don't even understand what's happening anymore. Yannick Ngakwe was traded from the Vikings to the Ravens. The Ravens get Ngakwe. The Vikings get a 2021 third-round pick and a 2022 conditional fifth-round pick, which was exactly, I, I believe, was exactly what they gave up to get Ngakwe from the Jags. 
So really, yeah. So the I, I'm pretty sure that's right. And okay. So Ngakwe, one of the best pass rushers in the past few years in the NFL, goes to the Ravens, who who have an embarrassment of riches. Like I can't. They're stacked. There's no better word for it. So Ngakwe is from Baltimore, actually. Uh, grew up at, grew up in Baltimore, um, and this makes total sense. What has been, um, what has been Lamar Jackson's you know kryptonite uh, since he's gotten the league? It's been Kansas City, right? Yeah. And they need someone to get after Patrick Mahomes and stir that situation up, make him uncomfortable when they play each other, so Lamar doesn't have to try and work so hard on the other end. Yeah, I didn't know he was from Baltimore. That's pretty cool. He also played in Jacksonville with Calais Campbell, who the Ravens got this year. So, you know, he was, you know, probably stepping up for him and saying, you know, this is a good guy. He'll fit in. And the other thing, like you're saying, it all comes down to the Chiefs. How do you you beat your opponent? And something that Patrick Mahomes has given trouble with the Ravens is when the Ravens have to blitz, he'll just... He'll take the short one. He'll just throw it into the void and let the athlete be an athlete on his side. Well, now, if you don't have to blitz as much, not only can you get a pass rush up front, but you don't have to blitz, and now you have more coverage. So, something that they can try and do there. Um, we always joke about, like, what bank the Rams are using. <laughs> what? What's happening in Baltimore? What Swiss That's account true. do they have going on? That's some offshore, some offshore shady account. stuff right there. <laughs> yes, man. Same way, right here. We know, we know offshore shady when we see it. And this is happening in Baltimore. I don't know how they're doing that. That's why I took finance classes in, in school. And that's why I listen when you talk about finance classes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, Ravens just getting better in an off week. Pretty nice yeah. for them. Let's go to the like NBA. It. The Pacers have hired former Raptors assistant Nate. Help me out with the last name. Yorkren. Yorkren. Jorgen. Jorgen. Ooh, Jorgen. That'd be nice. Jorgen. B. J. O. R. K. G. R. E. N. I think he's what Norwegian. Gotta be. But I mean, he's former assistant of the Raptors. I think he's also a a brother a brethren of mine of the the bald head brethren. I think he's I think he's nice. clean up top. Oh boy, you're really diving all into that. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's it a fraternity. From, it comes from the Raptors. Maybe bring <laughs> some of that Nick Nurse magic. So yep. be nice. um, I like the Pacers. I think they've got Don't they've got it. good pieces and. It's always seemed a little bit off with them. Like, there's not much structure what's happening, and I think he'll bring some if he's got anything, you know, that Nick Nurse has. Even a little bit of it. Another hiring in the NBA, the Pelicans have hired Stan Van Gundy. Old Van Gundy. Retread. Retread. I think he's the kind of coach who's good with this kind of team. Not maybe, young kids? not maybe for the long run, but to get them started, he can be their um, their Mark. Not not Davis. Their um, 
He's a commentator now with other other Van Gundy. He was the guy who started the uh, the Warriors off before. Man, I can't think of anybody's name. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. No idea what you're talking about. Okay, the Golden State Warriors now are coached by Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, exactly who I was thinking of. Shoot it from the hip, baby. Mark Jackson, thanks for leaving me out to dry for, for <laughs> forever. Mark Jackson, so Stan Van Gundy seems like he could be a good Mark Jackson for the Pelicans before the head coach steps in to get him over the top. But he's like a good a guy to start a young team with a good basis. Build them, yep. yeah. Yeah, so I don't, it'll be very interesting. I don't hate it. No, me either. I like I kind of like that hire uh, as long as he's not too restrictive, which I, I don't think he usually is. It doesn't seem like it will be. No, and then I, I like the Pacers hire as well. That'll be an interesting one at least. Let's move on. Let's talk about the World Series happening in baseball right now. We are getting Game Three. It is tied you're one talking, to one. Hmm. I, I just want to let you know that you're talking to a huge Rays fan over here. A huge Rays fan. Name. Two people no, on the race. I don't know anybody. You don't know anybody on the race. I don't know a single guy. You don't know anybody on the race. No, well, Lee, something Choi. Something Choi. Love it. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Something Choi. You're not racing. <laughs> and you can do that. You can do it. You're half yeah. that. Yeah. Well, anyway, as a super big Rays fan, you are not going to like what I have to say right now. The series is tied 1-1. <laughs> Game three is happening now. It's the bottom of the fourth, and the Dodgers are up five to nothing. Awesome stuff. Love it. Let's go. Oh, you're sick. I love the Dodgers. How did you not like the Dodgers? They're the team that's been screwed the most by the cheating scandal. So you hate the Astros. You should hate the Yankees because they're a bunch of cheaters too. You hate the Red Sox. If you hate all that, then you got to love the Dodgers. Okay. They got good guys. Like Kershaw's a good dude. Mookie Betts is awesome. If I wasn't such a Rays fan, then I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. Uh, who do you like more, the Rays or the Royals? The Royals. Who can you name more players on? Is that uh, a tie? Is that a tie of zero? <laughs> it's probably a tie of zero. <laughs> <laughs> big baseball guy. Big, huge baseball big, guy. Huge baseball guy. Uh, but, hey, the World Series has actually been pretty cool so far. Um, Dodgers lit it up in game one. Dodgers lit it up in game one. They're lighting it up right now. Um, it's just pretty good baseball so far, especially from the Dodgers, I think, where the Rays tend to lean more on their starting pitching, which they got in game two. Uh, that was a hell of a performance. The Dodgers seem to just have more ways they can win, and uh, I'm excited to keep watching. So... As as of uh, as you listen to this, you will know the result of this game. As of now, it looks as though the Dodgers are in control of Game Three. Let's keep moving it on to uh, some college talk. Let's talk some college athletics, where LSU has banned Odell Beckham Jr. from the facilities. Is it just the locker room? I'm gonna guess it's the whole thing, the whole shebang. It's facilities. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess it's all. So can he go to games? Probably anyway, campus. They banned they they banned him for two years. Um, They're going through he, a bunch of self imposing like. Yeah, yeah, they have to do a lot of that to make sure they don't get a huge 
penalty, even though... They should, though. Like, what could they do, though? So you have him on your sideline. Obviously, you're going to. He's an alumni. Every school does that. And apparently, from what I've heard, is that people are a little worried for LSU and their recruiting because Jarvis Landry and Odell have been huge in their recruiting efforts. Like, they, they both love LSU and have really helped the school out and have, like, worked with the, the receivers at LSU in the off-seasons and stuff. So this could, be, this could like, actual have, actually have big ramifications. But if you watched last year's national championship after LSU won that thing, you would have noticed Odell pulling some green oh, papyrus. He was, he- from Dude, his, he was in he was in front of cameras slapping yeah. each other's hands. Yeah. Just, slapping it into people's hands. I was trying to be sensitive about it, but I like the way you're going with it. He was openly paying players, handed out I think it was like two thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills just to random players on LSU. Dude, it was uh it was just such uh, a blatant violation. What's that? The one I was the one I saw was uh what is it, Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Yeah, he ended. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of the receivers. And o- Odell was Odell was saying, "What did I tell you? I told you I'd take care of you." Yeah. As he's giving him, <laughs> dapping him up with thousands of dollar bills. I think I think at least that sentence makes it sound like he didn't pay him before that. Goodness, I would gracious. take care of you. I would. I I not that I have been taking care of you, but I would be. I will. Uh, I think what? Joe Burrow got some of that money because uh, he the next day he was on a podcast and he said, "It's great for me. I can't get in trouble. I'm graduating. I'll, I'll take the money." Yeah. Um. So that was. That's in, that's going to be interesting though. Um. In just classic Odell being Odell. He's nothing if not a character. He's a fun story. He's not a fun uh, player to have on your fantasy team. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some weeks he he plays... Um, Mr. Inconsistent. More, yeah. Just some weeks he's a little bit shittier than other weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to get old. It's never going to get old. Shittier. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, it's my favorite. That was well done. You're good at those. Thank you, thank you. They'll keep coming to me. Uh, so that okay, that's the, that's the news. What a good way to end the news. Uh, now we move on to the big thing. Let's get to one thing and a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. Last week, you know we got to start with last week's results. Week six, Bales and the captain both go eight and six. Smooth and myself, a little bit bigger weeks at ten and four. Not bad there. Uh, Let's say more commanding weeks. Commanding? More of a mechanic. A commanding week for us. Well, we know that the results are very close from the quarter poll, so yes, these kind of weeks are big. Uh, yes. And then our own little personal challenge to each other from last week's episode. We both, on the Bucks and the Packers game, 
you had the Packers winning at 42 to 45. I had the Bucks winning at 34 to 31. The takeaway is we both had the Bucks kind of, uh, kind of like right where we thought they would be. The Bucks were yeah. we were both four points away from the Bucks total. It was the Packers that we didn't really have a handle on. Uh, both were I was what 20, 21 points away, and you were thirty five points <laughs> off their total. Terrible. That game was thirty eight to ten, as we as we know. Um, but there you go. Uh, I, I'll take that that win, that extra win. Congratulations. Yep, you got it. Um, let's get into this week, week seven. Uh, we always react to Thursday night football to start off one thing in a winner. So let's react to Giants can, at can, Eagles. Can I start to? Uh, can I start with this? With a uh, congratulations to Danny Dimes on that great run. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's, it's congratulations, dude. I feel like that, was all... a, that was entertaining. That was entertaining football. You know what the wildest part of that story is? Huh. On that run, he hit a faster miles per hour than Lamar Jackson has ever. No. Yeah. He was up, I know he's a fast guy. He was it was twenty he was over twenty one miles an hour. The fastest I think is Tyree Kill. It's like twenty one point nine miles an hour or something like that. He was at like twenty one point four. Yeah, he was zooming. Wow. Yeah. And then I think we've all been there where you're like, you try and push it a little harder than you should when you're trying to run, and you just uh, get that. Still running in You cleats. can even see like his, that one step, he just gets overextended, and he starts to lose his balance more and more and more. It's such a, yeah. it's so hard. It's so rough to watch. So tough. But the Eagles take it to go to 2 4 and 1. And I think that gives them first in the NFC East. It, it uh, does. They're a half game above the, the Cowboys with the half win from the tie. Um, yeah, I don't. I, there's not a lot to say. These are both. These might be the best teams in the NFC East. I don't know how good the Cowboys are. The Giants are actually underrated, especially defensively. And I think they're mm-hmm. trying to find their way back to, like, hey, we're a defensive football team. Um,. You know, they're not good, but no one in that division. Let's let's not act also like Carson Wentz is some washed up quarterback. I know he's had some yeah. struggles this year, but like it's because of he's playing with no he's playing with nobody. He's the, yeah. he's a he's a very good quarterback and he's an intelligent quarterback. He just he's playing with just absolute dog S, you know. Yeah, I have a note here that I think Wentz is the exact opposite of Aaron Rodgers a couple years ago. Um but in the same situation. When Rodgers was in a situation where everyone was like, he has no one to throw to. He's got nobody on offensively. Also, his defense isn't all that good. Also, the front office like isn't helping him enough. Also, the head coach isn't, isn't all that good. And what did Rodgers do? Just started throwing. If he didn't see it immediately, throw it out of bounds. It was basically like, a, I'm not going to go through. I'm not going to stick in here and get hit. I'm not going to try and... I'm not going to start running more and get hurt. Like, I'm not doing that. You guys fix it or else I'm out. Mm-hmm. Wentz isn't doing He's doing the exact opposite. Before, mm-hmm. on the broadcast, before the game, the, the, he met with the broadcasters, he told them 
that he was still sore from last week. <laughs> and what? And what do they? Do? They just keep running him anyway. Just hey, yeah. I need more on your shoulders, bud. We don't care if you get hurt. We have less, and you need to do more. Yeah, it's just, and he's carrying this team, like you said. He's got bad people around him. He's still trying to find out. Like, like they get more people hurt losing Miles Sanders. Still finds a way to win. Even when they try and do their stupid go for two and put Hurts in there for an up-the-middle run with, with after taking away an offensive lineman. It's just, hor- it's ho- everything's horrible that's happening there. And Wentz usually takes the brunt of it. Because are there dumber fans than Eagles fans? Like, there's nothing worse than loud and stupid. And that's what Philly fans are. They're the most reactionary fans in all of sports. That don't know anything. And think they do. And that's the worst kind of people. Philly fans. You're stupid. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woof. Woof. Let's get away from Philly fans and let's get to... Moving on. Oh, yes, that's a big moving on movement. Starting with the first game that we have on our list, Panthers at Saints. Big note here, and this is, remember, we have some notes here. We have some stories mixed in with the one thing and a winner. How about this story? Michael Thomas out. And today, Emmanuel Sanders goes out, put on the COVID-19 list. And with that, We've got uh, the captain in Bales taking the Panthers. Myself and Smooth taking the Saints. I don't hate the Panthers pick, though. Yeah, me either. So much that I'm going to change my pick. Nice. I'm changing my pick on the pod. After, you know, there's just too many people out. Now it's just Kamara. And so you can, the Panthers can stop just Kamara. I'm a little worried about that Saints defense. That Saints defense is real nice. So, I'm not... I, I'm a little worried about changing here because I do believe in the Saints and I don't see them going to 500. I don't see the, the Panthers being at 4-3. and three, But I just got to do this on principle. That's too many people out. Yeah. So, now that you stand alone on Saints Corner... I don't feel good about it. <laughs> yeah. But... It, you, you're That's probably gonna why end up I'm be- going to switch to the Panthers side last minute. Oh my god, we're going. So we're all going the Panthers. Yeah. You know what that means. Why? That means it's going to be Saints? You, the Saints are going to win. Yeah, so I'm going to no, switch I'm back going- to this now. <laughs> 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 Dude, that would be so funny. <laughs> so I'm going to switch back. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should, but I think that's too much. Hey, I think it's do what you much. want, man. I think I think it's the Panthers. I think you're right. I do not see the Saints being a 500 team. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, that makes complete sense. They are not a 500 team. The Saints? Especially, yeah. Well, that would put them in winning, right? Yeah, and that's why they're, yeah, they're not going to be a winning team. They're not going to be a 500 team. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're all going to take the Panthers. Look, the Panthers are a little bit healthier. The Saints, we've talked about it. Uh, we've talked about Teddy the- can air it out. And I like his connection with um, Robbie uh, Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Thank yeah. you. He, Robbie Anderson's a good receiver. 
Yeah, they're they're a feisty team, and they've been playing pretty well, especially against the pass this year defensively. So that's kind of what the Saints do. I don't know. We're all going to go with the Panthers. The the Saints have an off feeling about them. So there, that's a lot of drama. Let's get to let's get to more teams. Uh, Bills four and two at Jets zero and six. Less drama here. We're all taking the Bills. Landslide. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Multiple reports that the Jets are trying to lose. So. We gotta take the best. <laughs> Browns four and two at Bengals one four and one. Bales is gonna stand by himself with the Bengals, and I don't hate this. I thought a lot about taking the Bengals. Really? Why? Explain. Browns are really they're they're rough at the linebacker, especially in coverage position, and their secondary is probably their weakness right now. And the Bengals throw the ball all over the yard. Plus. I feel like that if it just comes down to offenses, I feel like the offense of the Browns is still more dialed in and has more it weapons. It should be. It should be. It's just I feel like it's that residual Browns effect where you're like, sure. Do they just go in the tank because they got stomped by the Steelers? I don't yep. think so. That's why I'm with you and the captain and taking the Browns. That they're much improved, especially organizationally and that like culturally. So I think they get they get back to it with the with the Bengals. The Bengals aren't good, but they're feisty, just like the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cowboys two and four at Washington Football Team one and five. The captain all alone taking WFT. And the Cowboys did not look good on Monday, but when you there's a theory when you play poorly on national TV, you play better the next week. Pride's got to come out. And, you know, the Cowboys... Zeke's not going to do that. Go for it. Well, as you see, Cowboys have a lot of stories coming out. Yeah. There's big rift with, like, coaches and the players. But apparently the the coaches know who the players were. That kind of, you know, threw shade at them. Maybe that all gets aired out. And they they get to it. And they've got to get some of the linemen back. Yeah. I don't think they have the greatest coaching staff by any means or the smartest, but yeah. I still think like they have too many weapons to beat the to not to not beat the football team. Yeah. Um, CD Lambs, they have. I mean, they. I think they might have the best receiving core next to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and Zeke's not Zeke's not going to fumble twice again. He got that That's, out of his system. That's not happening again. I was just gonna say that he just Zeke personally just got embarrassed on on national TV. Yeah, he's gonna come yeah. out fire next week. Uh, yeah, or this week. Big week. Packers four and one at Texans one and five. Um, took the Packers here. We all took the Packers here. Speaking of bad game, good game. That's kind of an Aaron Rodgers special. So. Yep. Take that, and the Texans—they're you know—they're one in five. <laughs> they're improved since they got lost. They got rid of Bill O'Brien since they punted him at the at the front door. Uh, JJ Watt pretty much personally did that. Um, they're better, but they're not that much better. Lions two and three at Falcons one and five. Actual split here, with Smoove and Bales taking the Falcons, and the captain and myself taking the Lions. So this is this is my roll the dice game. Why? How so? Well, why is, did you choose this one to roll the dice? This is my. I the think die? the or I know the Lions are a better team, but again, 
if the if the stars align and the Falcons get their s together, you know, if everything comes together, they have weapons and they have an offense, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just it's sometimes dysfunctional. But right now, it's like you see you see spurts of a good or of a decent team, but then they just always crap themselves. So if they can hang this stuff together. I mean, it's a fun team to watch. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's so funny what you're saying about the Falcons is exactly the way the Lions are. The yeah. Lions show flashes and never keep it going. And I was going to say, like, it. the Lions last week almost seemed like a, like a, like a mouse that pops out of the, the mouse hole and sees a big piece of cheese. And it's like, that's what I need. I need that. We need to keep mm-hmm. keep going for that, but but the mouse gets scared and always pops back in the hole because he's worried about the cat, and that's what I feel Matt Patricia is. He's constantly like, "Oh, this is what I need to be. This is what we need to do," and then he gets scared and he's like, "No, uh, go back Patriots way. Bill Belichick can't be like this." So <laughs> that's and I'm worried. Like, he gets Matt, scared. Put on your Fievel goes west bravery. And that's that's friggin' be who you need to be with the Lions. Yeah. Okay. Steelers five and zero at Titans five and zero. I love this game. I I love this game. This is gonna be a very good game. Uh, story here: Titans won't receive major penalty for their COVID violations. Interesting. I thought they were supposed to get the hammer. So did I, and it seems like they're getting the pass. They're getting, dude. They are getting. They are getting gently spanked. Yeah, they'll probably get a decent fine, but nothing big. Who cares? Yeah, no one. Um, So that's interesting. So let's get to the game. Um, It'll be Smooth, the captain, and Bales with the Steel taking the Steelers, and I will be alone taking the Titans. Um, I will just give my my Titans piece. I think they've been underrated lately, especially Tannehill. He is playing well. He's playing well, um, and they're not getting. He's not getting that respect. But the main reason I took the Titans over the Steelers last week, the tit- the Steelers, excuse me, lose Devin Bush, their middle linebacker, key key to that defense, lose him for the season last week, and I just think it's too early. Like, who do you not want to play when you lose your lose your middle linebacker for the season the week before? It's Derrick Henry. I think it's yeah. too soon. Like I believe in the in the Steelers probably more than the Titans long term, but that's a, that's a tough ask in a, in a week. Just just going from that big position. And everything you're saying, it makes a complete sense, and I it it makes sense. I just still believe in that Steelers defense, and I think they're going to be able not to shut down Derrick Henry by any means because no one can shut him down. But I think they're going to not let him have an extravagant game, maybe bottle him up to a decent game. You know, if yeah. they if they hold him to a quote-unquote decent game, whatever that looks like, like maybe he scores a touchdown but doesn't have 300 yards, you know, yeah. like has 100 yards or something like that, like have him have a decent game, I think that's a win, you know. Yeah, and to that point, I would just say Taylor Lewan, left tackle for the Titans, not supposed to play in this game, and Bud Dupree – Defensive end, generally on the right side of the defense, which would put him on the left tackle, is playing really well this year for the ty- for the Steelers. So, a um, little argument for for the opposing team, 
Not on that one. But hey, I'll take it. Bucks, Raiders. Raiders. Four and two against three and two. Uh, Raiders, offensive line. So Trent Brown tested positive for COVID-19. Then he was, it was also, so they went back and did his contract tracing. You know, he's supposed to be wearing the wrist thing. Well, he wasn't wearing it in the facility. He was also hanging out without masks with the offensive line during a practice. Um, and he, then it was found that he was also near Jonathan Abram enough. So stupid. So, the rest of the offensive line, the other four, they, so you have to have a five-day quarantine period. So the it was found quick enough that the rest of the offensive line, if they have no positive tests on Sunday or any time in between, can play on Sunday. So they might be okay. Jonathan Abram got found the next day. So he is he doesn't have that enough time. So he will be out for Sunday. Uh, same with Trent Brown. So it could get to the point where the Raiders are missing their entire Offensive line. I would have picked if this was a if this was a healthy Raiders team. I would have picked them. I think they are way better than what their record shows. I think they're a fun team and they're they're uh, an explosive team. When they need to score points, they can score points. So I think they had a chance to beat the Bucks if healthy. But I think they're just without an offensive line and like you said, without Jonathan Abrams, like. Man, that's going to be a large ask for a, a a Bucks team, which is not short of weapons themselves. No, speaking of not being short of weapons, they have also signed Antonio Brown to a one-year deal. Um, initial reaction on that one? I mean, it's Brady's putting his name on the line because you know Bruce Arians didn't want him, so yeah. you're you're uh, he's kind of like not that. Not that Brady would lose his job, but he's kind of sticking his neck out there for um, Antonio Brown, and I just don't – I don't see it well going Me well. Either. But, I mean – I don't like it. No. You haven't – they haven't even gotten to the point where the rest of their weapons have been healthy all year to see what they are yet. And now yeah. you throw this in the mix, and it's not just that he's a psycho. It's that he's going to demand the ball on the field. And Brady's going to have another, just like this voice in the back of his head saying, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown. And it's going to avoid, I think it ruins the, the chemistry with the rest, the, the rest of the weapons. It's got, it's also like, we got to throw the ball more to feed all those guys. So it takes away from Ronald Jones. Le, yeah, listen to this. Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, Gronk, Gronk, Cameron Brake, Austin Miller. Aust- yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't think they got to figure out what they were yet, and then throwing dynamite into the middle of it is not great. Yeah, but, it usually doesn't work out. Yeah, but he won't be playing this week, so we're going to take the Bucks. Me, you, and Bales. We're all going to take the Bucks. Um, their defense is amazing. They're also playing very well. Keep it rolling. Love it. Chiefs, 5-1 and one at Broncos, 2-3. and three. We all took the Chiefs here. Like, it's, it's the Chiefs, man. It's the Chiefs. 
Jags, one and five at Chargers, one and four. We all took the Chargers. Let's try kind of an yeah, interesting one there. Uh, Jags haven't been playing well lately, and I feel like the Chargers are one of the, they're like the best bad, best worst team in the NFL. You tried to trade me for Mike Williams this week. I tried to get, I'm trying, I was trying, let's not get into that. <laughs> we can get that during fantasy talk. I was trying to get rid of Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> and it seemed like an easy straight up trade since you don't even play Mike Williams. It's just a bench guy. But whatever. That's fine. We're not gonna I'm not gonna start yelling. I'm not gonna get mad about it. I'm not gonna get mad. I already got mad about it. Uh so yeah, we all took the Chargers. Herbert keeps it rolling, Jack's defense, not great. 49ers at Patriots. This one scares me. We all took the Niners. I thought I was yep. going to be different when I when I took the Niners. And then everyone took the Niners, and now I feel like the Patriots are going to win. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think so, so. Remember last week we talked about how I thought the Rams would try and take Kittle away with Ramsey mm-hmm. and, and Taylor Rapp? Patriots, almost definitely going to do that. The Patriots have... Already played Darren Waller this year, where mm-hmm. before the game, in the week up to the game, Bill Belichick said Darren Waller is amazing. You know he's doing amazing things right now, and then Darren Waller did almost nothing in that game. Bill Belichick, in the run up to this week's game against George Kittle, he said Kittle is probably the best all around tight end. All this stuff, like, oh, just went no. on a huge long conversation about how amazing Kittle is, which means Kittle's basically dead on uh, on Sunday against the Patriots. However, however, you put so much focus on George Kittle that you forget that Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are back and healthy. And I think that is the difference. Okay. I like that. Yep. So we all took the Niners. Let's get on to Seahawks at Cardinals. This is another one that scares me. We all took the Seahawks. I think you got to keep rolling with the undefeated Seahawks. And, you know, they've been playing so well. Russell Wilson's playing so well. The Cardinals' defense isn't great, but their offense, I mean, this is going to be a shootout. Oh, they're going to love it. And, the, like, Russ just owns the Cardinals the past couple of years. I forgot his overall record, but he's just, like, he owns this team. All right. That makes yeah. me feel a lot better about that game. Let's get to Monday Night Football. The last game of the week is Bears at Rams. Bears 5-1, and one, Rams 4-2. and two. Uh, I would just say this. Bales took the Bears. Their defense is playing incredibly well. It's gotten better and better and better the past few weeks. But I've made a deal with myself that I will not pick the Bears. I will all season. I don't care if they go I don't care if they go 15 and 1 and I lose all of those games. I will do I will die not picking the Bears. And I will not pick against the Chiefs. So I'm picking the Chiefs and the Bears. You can lock that down every week for the rest of the season. I don't care. The Bears are annoying. They're not good. They're a fake good team. And I will I get to ten. How are you be ten and one? And I will say you are a fake good team. Aaron Donald is gonna eat Nick Foles. I hope he does. And the Rams just need seventeen points. And they'll win. Uh so anyway, yeah, B- Bales took the Bears there. Big yep. false believer. Not with it. But that's one thing in a winner. Let's get to fantasy football talk. Fantasy football talk. 
No one cares! But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. Fantasy Football Talk is where we give you the guys to keep an eye on and good matchups and bad matchups. So let's start with people who are out. Like we said earlier, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, they're both out for this week. Already said it. Austin Hooper, out. If you have him as a replacement tight end, maybe, like your boy did, find another one. Gronk. Yuck. Come on, Gronk. Just give me one touchdown. Just get me a touchdown. Joe Mixon is out this week. And Raheem Mostert out again. He'll miss a couple of weeks. Uh, Questionables. These are people that are even harder to know if they're going to play or not. Jamison Crowder. That, mm. that one's big. I mean, people should be starting Jameson Crowder in their fantasy leagues. He's the only guy on the Jets that ever gets the ball. Um, Aaron Jones, like today, he got uh, a calf strain. So he is questionable. Definitely, that's a game-time decision. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, and DeAndre Hopkins. This one seems like he's going to play, but it's like precautionary. Put him on the questionable. So, but keep an eye there. Let's get some... You want good matchups or bad matchups first? Good matchups. Okay. Here are some good matchups. This is according to myself, and we will see if Smooth agrees or not. Uh, so it'll be Terry McLaurin against the Cowboys secondary. Okay. Tyler Boyd against the Browns secondary. Debo Samuel against the Patriots. We just talked about that game. Any of the Chargers playing against the Jacksonville defense. And Kyler Murray up against the Seahawks defense. I think it's going to be either Kyler or Terry McLaurin. Those are your. Opinions. I actually really like I like Terry McLaurin, but I like Kyler's going to eat eat Seattle's defense. It, that's going to be a fun game to watch. So you're double boosting Terry McLaurin Do- and Kyler. Yeah, thumbs up for both. Okay, let's get to some bad matchups. How about Brandon Cooks, second receiver against a Packers secondary, and they are very good tacklers. Don't like that. Um, any Bills not named Stephon Diggs. <laughs> I don't love that matchup. Uh, that's against the Jets. I think the Jets are going to be really aggressive. And I think that takes away some of that underneath stuff. But Diggs will get a touchdown. Like we talked about, George Kittle. Don't love that. When uh, when Bill Belichick, who's basically the angel of death, comes down and puts his hand on your shoulder, that's, that's what he does when he says good things about a player before they play him. And then Kamara, with Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders out, it'll basically be all focused on him. Bad matchups there. Agreement? I'm hoping. Uh, no, I agree, especially on the Kamara thing. I had Kamara, though, so I'm hoping I'm hoping he has a decent game with the volume that he's going to have to inevitably he'll, see. He'll get a lot of volume, but we'll, we'll see what it, he's able to do with it. I'm wondering if they just crowd him. So Yeah. But there you go. Some quick fantasy football talk. And that really is episode 132. Our reminder before we get out of here, listen to the NFL Reaction Show. That is a captain in myself that takes place. We record it on Tuesdays, uh, so it's good for either uh, usually a later evening listen on a Tuesday if you're not doing anything, or Wednesdays it's a great listen because nothing ha- Wednesdays like the middle day where there's no thir- it's the day before Thursday night and there's you no Monday night reaction. It's in that dead zone. 
We provide dead zone listening. Dead zone content. Uh, in between those, those shows, find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense or on Instagram at bold dot nonsense or you can email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com Like I just said, you can find our offshoot show on Tuesdays. It'll be out. iTunes, Spotify there. Or the flagship show out on Saturdays in the early morning. Same place. Spotify, iTunes, best places. You can also listen to on SoundCloud. We love everyone who listens on SoundCloud. We're getting pretty decent numbers there. So love to see that. Uh, Other than that, let's say bye to the people. Thank you, everybody, for another week's listening. Much love. Uh, Can't wait to do it again next week. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us with like a like or a follow or a rate and review, those kinds of things. That's the if you love it, that's the loving us back. Other than that, this is bold nonsense. This is episode 132. This is your invitation to get enlightened. And this is your invitation to stay senseless. very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.